Good morning. <clears throat> Coming to you live from the coffee shop again today. So to remind you, I am homeless right now. We sold our house. We haven't moved in our next house. And so I'm at a coffee shop once again. Love being here. I actually love this coffee shop just um, where we're doing things. So you get to look at a lot of t-shirts, a lot of stuff all around me, even stuff behind me. I tried to hide a little bit. Before I jump into today, I just I want to encourage you in your growth, in being consistent. Um, I think we're in some incredibly challenging times. A lot of pressure on people getting the holidays things get even more crazy for people and and you can just end up like your whole world feels like a buzz salt and so i just want to encourage you in your consistency i want to encourage you in making the best of each day choosing moment to moment sometimes to have a positive day a good day um and I think this like emotional intelligence plays out in every facet of our life. I think it shows up personally, equally, um, equal to our professional life, maybe more so at times. And um, you just find that, you know, this is a topic that goes everywhere. And, and so where we've been in this, you know, the, the five facets of emotional intelligence the first one, that self-awareness, we spent a couple of weeks in that. And then we went to self-management, which we've been in, I think, about a week and a half, session and a half. And, and today we're going to wrap that up. This is, I sent you the email yesterday. This acronym about controlling your emotional moments is without doubt one of the most replied to the most commented on, I'll get emails back about this when I teach this corporately or to clients. It, it is just an incredibly powerful um, discipline to know. The acronym is very memorable. And, and so I look forward to teaching this and um, want you to just continue to camp out in emotional intelligence like this is never something we grow out of this is never like okay i've got emotional intelligence move on to something else it's always learning self-awareness self-management next week we'll be in self-motivation empathetic leadership and then just the social the the emotional intelligence skills socially so today we're going to go into this this acronym but as a reminder just to review a little bit, this is the facet of self-management. So self-awareness, self-management. And self-management, is it's just the progression. Like it's not enough to know about yourself. You have to do something with the data and that's the management. And I shared last week that it will feel like it gets worse before it gets better. It's like any habit you decide to change the moment you learn about it, it just feels like you do it a lot. Like I, I have, um, when I speak, I, I have distracting mannerisms that I know of. And the first time I tried to work on them, oh my gosh, man, it felt like I was going insane because 
I, I realized how many times I did certain things. And so you just have to keep growing. You have to keep working on things. And to remind you, there's a couple highlights I bring up each week in this. Your emotions <clears throat> as a leader are highly contagious, like nanosecond contagious, like COVID contagious. Like when you go home as a leader in that home, you're contagious. When you're on the job, you're contagious. And there's just bad things happen from impulsive behavior, emotionally impulsive behavior. And none of us want to be known as a leader who loses it. Um, don't tell Bob, he's going to get upset, or they feel like they have to back into something because you're going to get anxious or mad or react or whatever. You don't want that label on your life as a leader. And he, he, again, personally, you don't want that. Well, I was going to tell you about it, but I knew you'd get upset. It's like, that's not who we want to be. We, we want to be the person that's um, emotionally stable. We're able to hear, we're able to in, engage, we're able to energize in these things. And, and um, just one more comment here. As you climb, as you continue to grow in your emotional aware, awareness, you're going to see the gap between you and others, but also you're going to see it in others. You're going, you're going to see people that they're not adept in this area. They're, they're not maturing. They're not, they're not, they don't do well with their emotions. And, and it's not unusual, like as you climb, like professionally to, to see this gap between you and other people as well. And it's just part of it. And so it doesn't, um, it's not an excuse for us to quit growing in it. It's not a, well, Bob always gets upset. Why should I control myself? It's, it's not about that. It's always about you. It's always about your influence, your impact as a leader. And so here's what we're going to talk about today your emotional triggers. I, I gave you a little bit of homework last week to pay attention to the backstories of your emotions, but also I asked you to pay attention to things that trigger you. And I love this definition, a trigger, emotional trigger, is a small situation that causes a disproportionately large emotional reaction. A small situation that causes a disproportionately large emotional reaction. And so before I came here today, um, I was talking to my, my five-year-old grandson, and he looked at this page right here, and at the top of it, you'll see these notes when I send them to you, it says trigger. And he said, what's that word? He calls me Doppa. He said, what's that word, Doppa? I said, it's trigger. And he goes, ah. Now he doesn't know I'm teaching about emotional intelligence. Makes no sense. He just knew the word trigger from his little Nerf guns. And he said, a trigger makes things start moving. And I was like, absolutely. That's absolutely true. And so you can go with that disproportionately large emotional reaction or just realize that when you're triggered, things start moving. Not good things. Not good things. This is the fight, flight, or freeze. Triggers always, almost always, 99.9% .9 of the time are going to have a backstory to them. And so... This is why you can get triggered by a stranger. You can get triggered by something that has nothing to do with that person. It has the backstory to it. And so th that emotional wheel, I think, helps you really identify the emotion you're dealing with. Like, instead of being angry, like go, you know, a rung out or a rung in, whichever way it goes. And, 
and, and say, you know what, that's really what I'm feeling. And then you dig into that. And so um, anyway, so here's how you end emotional triggers. This is the, the acronym that will change your life if you have emotional triggers. Remember, your trigger can be fight, flight, or freeze. And so the, the acronym Siberian North Railroad. Siberian North Railroad. S-B, Siberian North N Railroad. R-R. S-B-N-R-R. That's our, our word, our letters, acronym we're going to work with today. This is a five-step sequence to stopping emotional train wrecks, to stopping breaking emotional amygdala triggers. Stop, breathe, Siberian, stop, breathe, notice, north, reflect, respond, railroad. And we're going to dig into those. Stop, breathe, notice, reflect, respond. So... The moment you're triggered, here's the magic sauce to all of it. This is the key to breaking the trigger, and that is stop. My mom, who's now passed, had a fifth grade, I think, a fifth grade education. She didn't know she was teaching me emotional intelligence when, she was, when I was growing up. But when I would lose myself, she would say, you better stop, count to 10 before you do something stupid, you better stop. And that's exactly what science says is you have to stop. It's known as the sacred pause. And so the moment like your, your road rage, the moment your team says something, the moment you get that email, the moment, like not five seconds and stop. If you only remember one step of this today, it is stop. Without stop, your emotional trigger your amygdala has taken over and you're toast you will look back in 30 seconds and say i wish i had a stop so stop let me read this i love this note stop is the pause that allows you to go from reaction to response it it, it gives you that space we talked about last week victor frankel that space of freedom in that moment reactions that amygdala reaction is a subconscious activity that happens without thought. Like when you get spun up, you don't have to think, let me get mad about this. It's quite the opposite. Like it is there, like fight, you're ready. When you go to your conscious mind, stop and you start choosing your response, you're choosing a better um, direction. So stop, just stop. The moment, the moment, the nanosecond, stop. Siberian, B, breathe. This is literally take a breath. It's that, that breath, it's, it's, it, it's like a, it, it's meant to move you from subconscious to conscious. Like you, it, it is a, um, a way to reinforce the sacred pause, stop, take a breath, not just stop and get ready, flip the table, stop, take a breath. If you need to take three breaths, 10 breaths, it doesn't matter, but you're intentionally like, let me get control of myself here. These breaths, deep ones, scientifically, 
prove that a deep breath calms your mind and your body. And so just do it right now. Just take a deep breath. Like no matter what you're feeling, no matter what's going on in life, just stop, take a deep breath. I got, I got a text from somebody yesterday that had less than good news and they were struggling with something, a business situation. And that was the last part of the text. I replied to them, stop, deep breath. All is going to be okay. All is well. Take a deep breath. And it, this breathing, it's a form of meditation. It's, it's, you know, like I practice breathing meditation. And if you don't know what that is, just look it up sometime. But stop, breathe. Take a breath, a cleansing breath. Count to 10. And, and the chances are like really, really good. If you just do these two, stop, take a breath. You're already in a better place emotionally than if you didn't stop and you just took off down the path. And so now I've created literally in a second, three seconds, I've created space. Now, if I flip this table, I'm choosing to flip the table. Like I can still lose it, but now I'm choosing to be foolish instead of I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have done that. I'm sorry. My emotions got the best of me. So stop. Take a breath. Siberian. North. The word north, the letter N is notice. Stop. Breathe. Notice. We've talked about this. Like all emotions have a physiological component. They, they're, they actually are. It's easier to identify your emotion when you find it in your body, then you just think, I'm really happy today. Like, I'm really mad today. It's like, how do you know? Like, you're, you're participating with it. And so when we're triggered, our negative emotion is going to show up somewhere or in many places in our body. Like, like for me, when I really battled or struggled with anger, anger's in my fist, anger's in my jawline. It's my face. It's the way I talk. I lean forward, like, like I participate with it massively when I used to like really get triggered. And I learned partly through teaching what I teach is that in that moment, if I notice where am I feeling this emotion, it's in my hands, release my hands. It's this, okay, sit back. It's calm your voice. Don't talk so loud. Don't talk so fast. Like, like you notice it, find it. And, and it's not just like, oh, yeah, there it is. It's like, no, okay, counter it. Because I, I shared with you last week, it's a lot harder to be like emotionally angry, demonstratively angry if I make my body calm down. If I sit back, relax my shoulders, go through all the, okay, I found it. Now I can still be assertive. I can still talk. I can still do what I need to do. I'm just not doing it out of a reaction or being silly. And so experience your emotion by bringing attention to your body. What does this emotion feel like in your body? Could be in your face. Like some people, even in this group have commented, hey man, my face is like my forehead, right? Like it just showed my eyes. Okay, if you know that, that's not an excuse. That's a, now you know that. And if you want to have like a greater influence or be less um, have greater integrity oneness in this 
you've got to learn to control your face. You've got to learn to calm your, your shoulders. Like that's a one for me too. They'll pump up, right? Your shoulders set back your chest, you know, your, your back. Um, do you walk faster down the hall when you're, you're upset or, or when you're sad, do you walk slower? Shoulders are moping, you know, or whatever. It's like, find it. And you, you have to not participate with it. You have to counter it. And to notice it means to, to find your emotion and counter them. Stop, breathe, notice. Now we're on railroad. Reflect. This is, um, this is where you try to identify where's this emotion coming from? And this is that, that amygdala trigger. Like, why am I so upset about that? And, and it's a great question, right? Why am I this upset about that? And you're going to find that disproportionate reaction to the trigger, the thing that starts things moving. And, and if you really want to get over it, and I, I assume you do, like this is where it's like, not just why am I so upset? It's what's that really about? What's the backstory? What, what's the history behind it? Like what, what's the, the best instead of being angry, what's the best word? Like, like when I work with clients, it's like, this really makes me angry. And I'm like, does it like, what's it really about? And, and sometimes we'll land on the word disrespect. No, actually I'm not angry. I feel disrespected. That's what I feel. Okay. What's that about? And then you can deal with the backstory. And so reflect, like, what's that really about? Like, what, why, why is that so upsetting to you? Why does, like, how predictable is it? Like, I know, you know, you work with the wrong people and they know your buttons, right? You call them buttons. And, and you'll, you'll have people that they're just button pushers. And as long as we give the power away, um, here's a coffee grinder. So, um, but as long as we give that power away, then there will be people that always will push buttons or know how to whenever they want. So what's the real story? When you, it, you know, instead of like, if I were working with you one-on-one, -on -one, instead of you learning to manage this emotion, we would be doing this deeper work to where it's like, let's get over it so the trigger is negated. You don't want to be living 40 years from now still triggered, but managing. It's like, you don't have to be like that. So to negate the power of the trigger is to do is to dig deep enough to honestly assess what the trigger is about. What did that? Why did that? What is that? I mean, like dig deeper into it. So stop, breathe, notice, counter, reflect. I shouldn't be that upset over that. This is silly. And now railroad respond. The response you choose comes from your conscious mind. Now we've moved from a subconscious autonomous behavior, amygdala trigger to let me be emotionally intelligent in this moment. Let me respond to this moment. Let me choose what to say. Let me choose how to act. Let me choose my activities right now and, and see this is where 
we talked about last week about peaks and troughs, like you start minimizing the trough, like you, you don't need to go deep down into something and recover two hours later. It's like, just give myself a moment here. And so when you respond, you're choosing your words, you're choosing your action, actions, you're choosing your experience. And I love this sentence. It's the consummate power play. I will be powerful and not allow that to own me anymore. To respond is to choose your words, actions, and your experience. It's the consummate power play. I will be powerful and not allow that to own me anymore. Siberian North Railroad, S-B-N-R-R. And what happens here is with, with practice, consistent practice, stop, take a breath, notice, relax, reflect, respond. If you consistently practice this, you will rewire that area of your brain and you will negate the trigger. It's that powerful. You can't do it half the time. And the thing about it, your trigger is not situationally um, wise. You can get triggered on the highway. You can get triggered at home. You can get triggered on the job. You can get triggered at Starbucks. You can get triggered anywhere. So it's not like, oh, no trigger here, trigger there. It, it, the trigger is not situationally um, smart or wise because the amygdala, remember, it thinks it's protecting you. And so the amygdala is going to trigger. It doesn't know whether it's right or wrong. You have to retrain it because somewhere in the past, it probably was right. You learned a fight, flight, or response from something in the past that was protecting you or thought it was. And you, you've embraced it and learned it over time. And now it's like, I need to rewire that. I need to change that. And so it's consistently practicing this stop, breathe, notice, re reflect, respond. And the goal is you, you want to be able to get to where your new reaction response becomes subconscious reactions to where when you practice this long enough, your new reaction is not anything you have to worry about. Water on a duck's back. Like, I'm, I'm good. It takes a while, but highly doable. Like, my family will all tell you, like, this is an area I have massively made change in over the years because, you know, back in the crazy days, amygdala, trigger, fight. That's how it was. And when you have that, your amygdala trigger goes everywhere, goes in your marriage, goes as a parent, goes as a boss, goes as a business owner. And you have to like, this is not going where I'm trying to go. You have to reword, rewire that and rework it to where now it's like, we're good. So anyway, any comments or thoughts here? I'm going to take a breath, drinking um, double espresso today with a little bit of half and half and some ice. So and if not, I'm going to talk about homework. <clears throat> so here's homework. Keep learning about your triggers. If, you have, if you're triggered easily, just identify like 
what is that about? Pay attention to um, if you're triggered easily or often, there's probably a common theme or a thread. And I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying there may be a common amygdala reaction. I feel that we're disrespected. I feel slighted. I feel ignored. I feel invisible. I feel threatened. I feel like I have to stand up for myself. I feel, and, and you could just find that you're just reacting, pinging off everything. And, and you know, people may have just bad reads on you because of this area. So pay attention to your triggers, learn about them. Identify your emotions quicker. As soon as you find it, and I'm talking about negative, de destructive emotions, like you want to choose to manage them where you're in control, your emotions are not in control. I can be emotional. I can choose to have friggin' awesome time. I can choose to be upset, but I want to make sure it's a choice and that I'm not emotionally all over the chart all the time. It, I'll become the, the boy who cried wolf. It's like, ah, oh, he's always like that. You never know what version of Bob you're going to get. It's like, who wants to be that? Like, if I'm going to be upset, I want to choose to be upset because something is that big on the scale. It's like, I'm really upset about something today. Doesn't mean I have to be a jerk. Doesn't mean I have to check out on life. It just means I'm choosing it. So pay attention to your triggers. Pay attention to your emotions. Here's two facets. Next week, we're getting into um, self-motivation. We've covered two facets. That's it. Self-awareness, self-management. They go, they are cousins. They're brother and sister. They are partners. Like you can't separate self-awareness and self-management. And the thing you're going to learn in the next couple of weeks is the more you grow in this area, the more you grow as a leader who knows how to connect with people at a deeper level. So um, I, I knew today was going to be a little shorter, but I didn't want to get into motivation and muddy the water because it's completely <clears throat> separate of where we're going to be. I appreciate you. I, I appreciate the emails I get from you, the ability to um, respond to you personally um, anytime. So I hope you're doing well. Hope that you know, you're, you're able to navigate crazy times we're in professionally and personally. Um, you know, it's just crazy as, as topsy turvy as this world, this year has been, it's December. Like, like remember back in what March when this madness started and here we are like what, nine, 10 months later and we made it. Like, it's just crazy. And yet none of us would choose this year. None of us. And here we are sitting, you know, December 1, we're getting through it. And I just want to encourage you, especially for any of my friends that you're having a hard time. Like, you know what, you've survived it all so far. And just take it a day at a time, because life gets too heavy when we carry yesterday or we try to project into tomorrow today is all we have and we can get through a day so manage yourself well realize you know that there's data in your emotions and keep being a student of yourself so hope you have an amazing day i appreciate you y'all been really quiet today no comments no questions and it's all good um so 
you know where to find me and I look forward to um, being back next week with you. Don't know if I'll be at the coffee shop, um, maybe somewhere else. So have a great day. Alrighty.